What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday, I talked about Yoenis Cespedes returning to the big leagues healthy this year. So I figured I would talk about the remaining players who are returning after missing all of 2019. And these players will all or should all have a big impact on their clubs. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm going to skip Cespedes. And there's six more players on this list. I'm going to talk a little bit about each of them. And go into the details. So the first guy is Michael Fulmer, right-handed pitcher for the Tigers. His last MLB game was September 15, 2018. So coincidentally, Michael Fulmer is actually connected to Cespedes in a way that, you know, the Mets traded for Cespedes in 2015. And, you know, this, you know, that trade involved Michael Fulmer going to Detroit. You know, where uh, Cespedes came over from Detroit to New York. Uh, Fulmer went from New York to Detroit. And, um, you know, he was the AL Rookie of the Year. He was AL Rookie of the Year in 2016. And he made the All-Star team in 2017. His numbers slid a bit in 18, but he missed time with oblique and knee injuries. And then Tommy John surgery stopped his 2019 season before it began. But Fulmer's 27 years old now. He says he's feeling 100%. And he used the time off to get into much better shape. So, I mean, had the season started on time, Tiger, Tigers were going to look at a mid-season return for him. But now that, you know, the season's starting late, he's, he's ready to go for opening day. And um, obviously the Tigers don't expect to compete this year. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you have the number one pick in the big leagues for a reason because you have the worst record in baseball. So, um, yeah, they don't expect to compete, but, you know, that's – that's okay. That's okay for um, a short season. They'll take it for the time being. And um, Michael Fulmer is going to be able to pitch this year. Next on this list is Corey Niebel. Corey Niebel of the Brewers. His last MLB game was October 20th of 2018. That was NLCS Game 7. So some people may have forgotten the kind of impact Corey could make out of the bullpen, but you just have to look back to 2018 in the postseason. This dude appeared in nine of Milwaukee's 10 playoff games. He allowed just one run on two hits over 10 innings, striking out 14 and holding batters to an 0-6-9 average. So he was absolutely filthy. Um, I mean, he, he had a crazy, like, I mean, if you're looking at all the pitchers who threw at least 100 regular season innings from 2017 to 2018, only Craig Kimbrell, Dylan Batanzas, and Josh Hader had a higher strikeout rate than Corey Niebel. Corey Niebel had a 40.2% strikeout rate. And that's what happens when you have a 97-mile-an-hour fastball and a knee-buckling curveball. But he also had Tommy John in 2019, but he's going to be back ready to go this year. So, you know, whether he's going to be closing games or setting up for Josh Hader, he's going to help the Brewers, um, at least with their postseason hopes, for a really crowded NL Central, if we're being honest. Yet another Tommy John casualty, Lance McCullers Jr. is the next on this list, right-handed pitcher for the Astros. His last game pitch was October 17, 2018. That was ALCS Game 4. So he's been an effective big league starter when healthy. I mean, if you, if you look from 2015 to 2018, um, among you know 117 pitchers with at least 400 innings, this dude ranks 31st in ERA, 11th in FIP and 16th in strikeout rate. So a very good pitcher. I mean, he was a key player in Houston's 2017 championship run. Um, but 
unfortunately, he's never been able to top 22 starts in a year or 128 and two-thirds innings. That's the most he's ever thrown. He missed all last year after undergoing Tommy John. But with that said, he's still just 26 years old. And he's got a deadly curveball. He's ready to roll right now. And, um, you know, because you have a 60-game season, you don't have to worry about his workload. So, um, I mean, if the Astros are going to be able to get past losing Garrett Cole, a healthy Lance McCauley Jr. is going to have to play a major role in their rotation. Another Tommy John casualty, Shohei Otani. I talked about this a little bit yesterday already. Um, you know, his last MLB game as a pitcher came September 2nd, 2018. You know, this is kind of a cheat because obviously he, he played a lot last year as a DH. But um, and he's a two-way guy, so it's, it's fair to put him on here. You know, 10 starts in 2018. He had a 3-3-1 ERA with 63 strikeouts and 51 two-thirds innings. I mean, triple digits fastball, nasty splitter, frisbee slider. We know what show he brings to the table. But if we're being honest, I do want to see him pitch more against, you know, the elite competition. I noticed in 2018, the Angels clearly hit him against, uh, no, they hit him against good teams because he, he had a start, this was rookie year, he had a start early in the year against the Red Sox where the Red Sox just absolutely, you know, beat him around. And then after that, they would only pitch him against like Oakland and like, you know, teams like that, like pretty mediocre teams he had a couple starts here and there against like the Yankees like one start against the Yankees one against the Astros but most of his starts came against like you know middling teams I think the Astros did that sorry I'm sorry I think the Angels did that intentionally to ease him into the big leagues but um, I do want to see him pitch against uh, you know the best competition there is next on this list yet another Tommy John it's Salvador Perez it's a catcher this time his last MLB game was September 30th of 2018 and, um, you know, it, it was weird not to see Salvi behind the plate for the Royals last year. I mean, this dude had made six straight all-star teams. And, uh, you know, he, he had caught the second most games in MLB from 2013 to 2018. Second most behind Yadi Molina. But, um, I mean, the guys who replaced him last year combined for a 637 OPS. I mean, that, that's below replacement level. But now Salvi's fully healed, uh, although he did test positive for COVID-19. Um, once he's cleared to return from covid the Royals are going to obviously be glad to have him back. I mean, he has a career slash line of 274, the 304 on base, and a 459 in the first half of the season. So that, that indicates he could put up some strong numbers in a 60-game stretch. Last but not least, this one is not a Tommy John casualty. This is Steven Souza Jr. outfielder with the Cubs. I mean, this dude had a pretty nasty injury. Um, I mean, a left knee injury he suffered just before opening day last season with the D-backs. Uh, I mean, multiple torn ligaments, and honestly, it could have ended his career. I mean, injuries have haunted Steven Souza all the way back since he was with the Nats in 2014, making his Major League debut. But, you know, he last played in an MLB game September 30th, 2018. I mean, this nasty knee injury came at an unfortunate time because the D-backs were looking for him to play a big role. He had a really big season, um, you know, not too long ago. Um, I mean, 2017 Rays, this dude hit for a 119 OPS plus, hit 30 bombs and stole 16 bases. He was worth eight outs above average. Just a great player. But nice 31 coming off a major knee surgery. So we don't know if he can still be that kind of dynamic athlete, but at least he's going to get the opportunity to try with the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs have a somewhat crowded outfield situation, but I think he'll be able to work his way in there um, and we'll be able to see what he has here and there. So, yeah, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.